Bibbidi bop, boop bop. Boopity beep beep. A bopper boopy. It's a beepy. It's a beepy. A bopper boopy. Welcome to the online things and internet stuff podcast. Is that what it's called? I keep forgetting. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You got it. You remembered our business name. I like that intro song. That's I really, do too. It's like cool. Jazzy. Like hey. us. Cool and jazzy. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that's probably, if people were going to describe us, they would say cool and jazzy. Well read. Well read. Well traveled. Um, Ren, I have a question for you. Okay, Will. Go ahead. Uh, looking ahead to the upcoming year. Mm, yes. Which bad habit do you want to get rid of? Oh. Um, I should go ahead and paint a picture for, for our, for our listeners. Uh, uh, Will is reading from question cards right now. Yes. Because he's decided that's a good thing to do. (laughs) That's what we've devolved Mm -hmm. to. Yep. Welcome. We're just asking questions. We'll get to tech stuff. We'll get to the fun stuff later, but let's uh, start off with just a little something light. Bad habits. Um, I have so many bad habits. And this is something I've become more aware of as we have begun. Uh, we've been in Atlanta, in our home in Atlanta, for almost two weeks now, right? Or, wow, yeah, two yeah, full weeks. Which is like a long time for us to be in any it one is. given place. Um, and I'm realizing that I do have a lot of bad habits. I think probably the worst one is hitting snooze mm. on my alarm. Um, and just like generally not waking up in the morning to do the things that I should be doing at a reasonable time. And I would like to blame just all the travel. It's like hard to find, you know, and like time zone, like what, you know, it's just, yeah, time zones are hard. Um, and I would like to think that one day, maybe next year, maybe in the upcoming year, that's a bad habit that I will overcome. That would be nice. I would like to think that I, that has been something I've never been able to break, which is why I wake up every morning with a five hour energy right next to me. Chemicals. Gets me up. Chemicals. The best way to start your day. (laughs) It works surprisingly. See, I figure that if I wake up with a five-hour energy, and I'm down to half, so so I only have half of a five-hour energy. Two and a half hour energy. Two and a half hour energy, if you will. If I wake up with a two and a half hour energy, and then it gets me up at like an early hour and I go work out, I feel like that offsets it. And it also gets me up and going. I don't think that's how health works. My heart might explode at a young age. But it's okay that I have this bad habit because I'm offsetting it with this good habit. You know, it's just part of the way I live my life. And I don't want to be judged for it. Okay. Well, I won't judge and you. And until it's, it's the, the scientists come out and tell me it's bad, I'm going to keep doing In it. In my opinion. Ren's opinion. Uh, that is the wrong thing to do. Okay. Question for you. Okay. Let's hear it. No, that's lame. I'm not doing that one. Okay. What was it? What was the lame question? Uh, well, it's like the inverse of your question. What habit do you want to carry into oh, next year? Oh, boo. No. Yeah. Uh, looking ahead to the upcoming year, what will you do for the first time in your life? Oh, wow. That's a good one. Uh, turn 31. That's this okay. L- that's, that's true. It's yeah. Okay. Go ahead. No. Okay. What's another one? Um, Ooh, that is a good question. Should I read your tarot to find out? No, no, please don't. Okay. Um, I don't know. I need to set a goal. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> we're gonna talk about goals and why That's they're a dumb. Segue. Why they're dumb and we, we hate, hate them. them. Um, I don't know. What should I do this next year? I mean, we're traveling a lot. I want to travel to a new country. That would be fun. 
Yeah. Um, well, you are. We're going to Spain. In a yeah. Week. We're leaving for Spain in a week. Woo. So we're taking the podcast on the road. A road show. Might do another road show. Um, I would like to launch uh, the advanced Squarespace course or some type of course around like coding and, you know, I, it's my passion. I just want to, I want to teach people. Will had a realization this week. I did that. Like I love like websites and coding and it's a skill I feel like I'm good at and other people think I'm good at it, which is always a good thing because then they pay you for it. Validation. Yeah. And it gives me, it gives me joy. I, I just get into that sense of flow. Yeah. And I'm just really embracing my nerdum. Him, I, how long have we been doing this in a roundabout way? Yeah. I mean, oh, three, four years, four yeah. years to decide that the thing he's been doing for that long is his passion. It's like it's been the, the thing I'm falling it's in love with right has been just right in front of your face the whole time. It's like how Blake feels time. about Christina oh, on Bachelor in Paradise. In Paradise. I know. That's She's so been true. right there the whole time. The whole time. But we all know Blake's a skis bag. Anyway. I'm curious as to how many people that listen that's to our what, podcast. I have a theory that more people watch trash TV than than we are aware of because <laughs> no one wants to talk about the fact that they I watch totally it. I totally agree. Also, so for all you closet fans fact, out there. We, this podcast is like five minutes in and we hit like 20 different topics we are oh my goodness well we're we're ramblers ren oh we're the but we're also cool and jazzy podcast but we're cool and jazzy yeah okay yeah i think that's good launch a course and travel somewhere new so you do have year. a few goals would you call those goals <sighs> no not really because in the same way um, maybe it's more of a feeling. Let's let's just jump into this because it's it's a topic I'm curious about. We'll have something I want, on. His I want to learn more about this idea. So there are two different types of people, right? There are the there are the girls doers, the girl, girls and boys. There are girls and boys. And then, well, not and anymore. Then, no, I mean, yeah, well, not anymore. The world is a changing, Ren. Yeah. Um, dog people and th- cat people. There in in the business world, there are two types of people. Oh. Okay. So there are the doers. The, the, what does Barney call them? The, uh, uh what, are, the dreamers and the schemers. The dreamers and schemers and, uh, is one. They aren't the doers. They're the dreamers and schemers. The people that just sit around and dream of what the world should be like and yeah, I don't remember what create he calls a vision. Like the, the doers, and then the there's executors. the executors, the people that actually do work and sit down and grind. Which is offensive that you say it that way, that actually do work as if actually well if you can't tell by this podcast who are you (laughs) i'm a dreamer and schemer you're you're a daydreamer and a schemer i scheme (laughs) you scheme and plot i'm more of a doer so i like to accomplish a task i like to actually get something done that's see that's so offensive you can't say it that way that eye roll yeah, that's. Um, I know, I know. Intones, I, I was purposefully saying it offensive just to. I know, but I think a lot of people point. feel that way, and it intones that what the vision people, the visionaries, if you will, yeah, such as myself, the visionaries, um, but what the idea people and the dreamers and schemers bring to the table isn't valuable because it's they're not actually doing any work and. Totally agree. No, and it, it's. Yeah, I feel like it goes both ways too. They're just uh, dreaming and scheming. They're just dreaming and scheming. That no, the doers. Just, like I think when we've said this on the podcast a lot, like the doers won't really get anywhere. They'll do a lot. They'll spin their wheels, but they're not going to move anywhere. To what end, if you will? So I think it's important that the doers have a dreamer and schemer to help sort of keep them focused on like, okay, where do you want to be going? What do you love? What don't you love? About tapping into their inner creating that intentionality. Which is creamer, schemer, 
streamers and screamers. <laughs> Just do it. Just do Get it, it done. <laughs> Have dream. a dream, damn it. <laughs> dream bigger. Okay. Oh, goodness. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, no, I do. I mean, I think we, I don't, there's a lot of ways to accomplish there's a balance in any any like person right. who wants to start something or create something new. There's the visioning right. of it and then the actual executing of it. And I think we, in our business, it tends to be that you're, not always though, I think we're a bit fluid in these roles, yeah. but you're typically the executor and I'm typically the visioner. Um, yeah. But I, do, I don't think that you have to have two people. Like I think all of us have components of each of those things in ourselves. And one of them is probably more natural to us and we gravitate more towards it and we're more comfortable there and maybe even get our energy from yeah. that area. Exactly. But that doesn't mean you can't do the other one. It just means you have to be more intentional about it and, mm-hmm. and you know, figure out what you need to get into that sphere and that frame of mind. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously there are tons of people who have started businesses and created things and accomplished things all on their own without... We're just not that good. We have to have two people. We need two people to do right. one person's work. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a good point. I mean, we're not, it's not as black and white as dreamers and schemers and executors. I mean, it's, everyone's got components of both. Um, but specifically, the dreamers and schemers relating to the topic we want to talk about, the dreamers and schemers are better at casting that vision, that big picture in the future. This is where we want to be. And for me as an executor, sometimes that can become frustrating because we're not, we're just talking about what we want to do and we're not making moves towards that. And I know for me as the executor, like we're going to have to pivot and make a ton of changes. I don't know step by step by step by step how to get from A to Z, Mm -hmm. but I, I feel confident enough in my abilities to go from A to D back to B and then to E, like to jump around and pivot to make our way there. And so me, I'm more focused on like, okay, that's a great vision, but what's the next step we have to take? But there's a requisite order. I think, I think you have what, to What is have, a requisite order? Well, thank you for asking. Will. a requisite order oh. is when you do the right first things first as a wise man named Barney, Barney. once said, uh, in business, you can't just do, um, the first things first. You have to do the right first, the things right first. first things first. Yeah. Um, which is basically his way of saying there's a requisite order to things. You have to, just to give you an example, you have to put your socks on before you put your shoes on, which is the example wow. he uses. True. Um, and and just to side note to highlight that point a little, I think it's a lot more, that point is not nearly as well understood as it might sound. It's like, yeah, it obviously really you basic. put on your socks before your shoes. But a lot of people don't really know in business or don't really have that intuitive understanding that you have to market something before you can sell it. And so people put up an an example of this is like, oh, I put up a website. I should be getting sales and people should be buying my product. Why aren't people buying my product? Well, it's because you're not marketing. And that's another I mean, so that's a real world example of what requisite order means. It's like you have to do one thing before the other. And in the physical world, putting on shoe, socks before shoes, that's obvious. But in a more theoretical, philosophical world, which is business, it doesn't make as much sense. It's not as intuitive to do marketing before sales. And relating right. to this, you're saying you have to do, you have to cast a vision before you can take one step. Right. I, I do think that, I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't. I don't ever like to make definitive statements about anything in life because I don't think life is definitive. Um, True. But I do think, at least for me, um, 
that's how I'll frame it. For me, the right thing yeah. to do is to have a vision before you take a step because, and I think, so I think there's like also this middle ground, which is what we're trying to figure out, like what mm-hmm. the role of it is, where you create a plan to accomplish the vision. And that's where I agree with you. I think if people, anytime someone creates a business plan, especially around a business that either doesn't really exist or a new part of that business that doesn't exist or a new venture in that business that hasn't been done. Um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of bullshit. I mean, business yeah. plans are sort of bullshit. Like they're your best guess. Your business plan is your best guess at what's going to happen. But they're just a guess. But none of us here are fortune tellers except for me sometimes. No. But like we don't know exactly like a business plan is to your to your point it's just a guess at what's going to mm-hmm. happen and it's almost 100% not going to happen the way you lay it out in your business plan true um but there's a difference in saying here's a business plan that we need to follow and like here's a vision of what we want to achieve okay. like where and we want to get i think those are two very different things and it's dangerous to say well just because it won't happen exactly the way we think it will we shouldn't worry about talking yeah. about our vision of what and we want to accomplish. So I agree there. I'm just, I guess my issue is like, how many times do we create a vision? I feel like in a lot of the uh, work I see other people doing and sometimes in the work we do, it is we create a vision mm-hmm. and then we're like, okay, this is great. Now let's take a step forward. We take a step forward. We learn some new things and we're like, oh, wow, now we learned something new. Now let's take another full day to create another vision based on this new information. And that's, where I get to the point where I'm like, well, we just, let's just spend like two, three months taking steps forward and then stop. And once we have all the information, then we can create a cohesive, we can create but a you'll true never vision. you'll never have all the information. Yeah, That's maybe I'm thing. talking about a plan. Actually, You're information is more plan. of a plan. You'll never have all the information because a vision is not something that you really ever achieve, I don't think. Well, okay, then that brings up a separate question. I think it's something like, you walk towards. What is a vision? As you creating a vision for your company or for your life. Okay. Here's an interesting thing. I think people get missions and visions mixed up a lot. And I feel passionately and very strongly that they're two separate things. Totally. Yes. Your, your vision is the way you want the world to look like a vision should be stated as, as fact. Like I have a, like the vision for, um, I don't know. Let me just just pick your life in ten years. Oh God, no! Oh, I don't no. know. That's just yeah. too much for this podcast. Um, no, let's just. I'm going to make one up for Coke. The vision for Coke is that everyone in the world enjoys drinking Coca-Cola and has access to it. Like, yeah, that's a vision. A world in which everyone. I mean, that's usually if I'm stuck on how to create a vision, I start with look up Coke. I vision. have a vision for a world in which, blah. Yeah. And most companies don't do visions like this. Most companies do what I would call a mission and cast that as their vision. A mission is here is what we do. Like this is our mission. Yeah. This is our purpose. Our purpose. So Coke's purpose. And if their vision is a world in which everyone has access to and enjoys drinking Coca-Cola products, yeah. um, then their mission might be to provide the best quality tasting beverages, much more undefinable metrics to everyone in the world. Yeah. You know, if that your mission is how you accomplish your vision. Like mm-hmm. if this is the world we want to see, this is the world we want to live in. Here's my vision for how I want the world life, our business, yeah. whatever it is to look, um, then this is what I need to do. This is what I need to be pursuing in order to yeah. accomplish that. And do you want me to read their mission and vision? Cokes? Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay, so here's um, to achieve our mission. Wow, interesting. Okay, 
So this is their mission. Coca-Cola's mission is three parts. Our mission is to refresh the world in mind, body, and spirit. Ooh. To inspire moments of optimism and happiness through our brands and actions. I, okay. To, and then to create value and make a difference. <gasps> make, make a, a difference. difference. They want to make a difference? <laughs> they stole it. They stole it from Thieves. Eagle Center for Leadership. Okay. Well, what's their clients. vision? Um, honestly, I'm not even seeing a vision. They might not have one. Um, yeah, and a vision isn't, I don't know, it depends. If you're a nonprofit, it's probably something you want to put out there yeah. as like your vision. For a lot of companies, your vision is sort of subsequent. Like people, your vision is personal. It's for you internally yeah. to figure out like, what is the purpose in everything I'm doing here? Like, what is my guiding goal like what am i keeping my eye on when i get yeah. bogged down in the day-to-day of you know payroll and hr and yeah compliant like all this stuff what am i remembering reminding myself oh yeah this is why i do what i do yeah it's because i believe that there is a possibility for a world in which every person has access Ta-da. to coca-cola well and that's enjoys drinking it so i just found their vision oh perfect um okay so it's six parts that's a people lot. Be a great place to work where people are inspired to be the best they can be. Okay. Portfolio. Bring to the world a portfolio of quality beverage brands. Partners Planet. Pro- I don't even want to read all these. That's just too much. I don't like that as a vision. Well. That doesn't make sense to me. I agree. But again, see, and the vision guess, is typically something that you use internally, right? So like it doesn't, I don't feel like yeah. it has to resonate with. Yeah, you know. but uh, here's the other thing. Like, I do, I do feel like this is a universal truth that needs to happen about visions. Visions need to be concise, and people should be able to know them and recite them. Like a six point, some like that's that's too many points. That's five too many points. Perhaps. Um, this is how I feel. This is Will's opinion. Dun, dun. Will's <laughs> oh, opinion. Come- <laughs> Come on, make a better sound effect than that. <laughs> I will. I think things sometimes. I think things. Boop a doop a doop. Yeah, I, so my point, though, is a vision is really important for the people who are doing the work of yeah. building a business. I think visions can change. I think. I mean, how many times has your vision of what you want your life to look like changed over the last 10 years? Um. I don't think it's ever changed. It's yes, been it the exact same since I was five. So wanting to open a gas station. We are. We're not doing. Not we're not doing even that. close to pursuing that. I'm yeah, not. it's changed a lot. It's changed a lot over the last five, ten years. Yeah, and I think a vision, especially for a small bit, like the kinds of entrepreneurs we're talking about, the people who are just wanting to like make a go of it and live a life they want to live, create some value, add it to the world, use the tools that are available to them mm-hmm. to do that. I, I think probably at this at where you're at like your vision is gonna change yeah and that's okay but you need to have one like yeah. you need to keep keep thinking like Pursuing what is it. my vision does it still resonate with me is it still something that's worth getting up every morning and doing the work i have to do to yeah accomplish this vision and again i think it's something that it's uh it's like um in sunday school like being christ-like is not something we will ever achieve but it's a it's a goal it's a goal it's like, where you will never yeah it's be where you should focus like Christ, but you should try you yeah should, you should work towards it and walk towards it every day um yeah so uh okay then that so then why do you think again goals are so dumb? i agree i agree there with the vision then um i think there's like one vision for a company though and then what we call might may like we might call like a vision for a product or something 
that might actually be more of like a plan. Right. And I well, guess that's, what, that's where I think when, so you read an article. Yes. That was like, goals are dumb. Goals are dumb. You were like, yes, I resonate with this. Totally goals are resonate. Dumb. Let me read the quote that was quoted in the article. So this was a quote. Where's this article, article from? Uh, I read it on Medium. I think it was written by the guys who started Basecamp. Mm, yeah. Uh, Jason Free Friedman. Freeman. Friedman. Um, but this was the quote that he quoted. Uh, the reason, this is, and I love this. Uh, this is by Jim Kudral. Uh, the reason that most of us are unhappy most of the time is that we set our goals not for the person uh, we're going to be when we reach them, some future person, but we set them for the person we are when we set them. And I'll break that down because it's a little dense, but he's saying as you set a goal today, you're setting a goal for the person you're going to be in the future. But that's not accounting for the changes you might go through between now and then. And your person in the future might not want the goals that you set today. And I, ooh, there's a dog. Whose dog Divi. is that? Whose dog is Who that? Who brought that dog in here? Who, Hang on, someone get, get this dog out of the studio. Okay, we're back. Um, and I think it's important that we sort of allow ourselves to change through that process. And if you set a goal too far out, then you're not allowing yourself or your business or anyone else to be flexible. So that's why I'm much more of a, an advocate of continuous improvement. Let's like have this idea of where we want to go, but then focus on the next steps and right, then but pivot. In order to and then continuously maybe improve. You have to understand like, what am I improving towards? Like what? Yeah, I feel, well, maybe, okay. So maybe this is it. I feel like there's a misallocation of your time resource is we spend too much, and I'm not saying we, I'm just, this is more of a universal we. It's more like you. Yeah. You, Rin Little, specifically. No, we, universally, we spend too much time focused on the, okay, now where are we trying to go? Let's, like, set goals and let's, okay, this is what we want to accomplish in 2020 and blah, 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 blah. But more effort should be, maybe you put 10% of your effort there and 90% of, okay, now let's just move Day to day, take the next step. The very next step. Yeah, and not spend fifty percent of our time. Where do we want to be? Oh, let's try this. Oh, I don't like it. It's like give yourself some time to change and like it and enjoy something different. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. I just well, first of all, I think part of the core of this problem is that people consider a goal and a vision to be the same thing, and that is yes, unequivocally false. Like that is that's true. That's how the world. Like that's not at least in the way I'm talking about it. A a goal is a very set like thing that you want to accomplish mm -hmm. a very set task or project or objective that you want to check off of yeah. a list. A vision again is something more ethereal that you're trying to, you're trying to shape the world or your life yeah. or a business in a certain way. Um, but I think, I mean, I think in our experience, our experience has been pretty solely like we've never had, We've never worked for other people. We've always sort of worked for ourselves. Yeah. For the most part. We like except for small stints of employment at Anarchy. Our, don't work for the man, man. Yeah, don't do it. Um we but our experience is coming from small business owner, entrepreneur, very yeah. entrepreneurial, like 
and a specific type of entrepreneur too. Like we're not, we've never gone after right. investors. We've never gone after seed funding. What a business plan is, is a communication tool. And that is a good reason to have a business plan if you have a larger team is you do need a way to communicate to people, okay, here's, you know, here's something we're going for. Mm-hmm. Um, working backwards from a vision, you come up with your mission. Working back from your mission, you come up with what are our goals in mm-hmm. order to carry out this mission? What do we need to be doing? What are the objectives around each of those goals? What is the plan to accomplish each of those objectives? Yeah, uh, You have to work backwards from that. And that's why you start with a vision and work backwards is because you have to work backwards. If you just say, well, let's just do the next thing. Well, what is the next? I mean, yeah. how do you even begin to understand what the next thing to do is? You just start running in a million different directions and trying things and coming back and going, did it work? I don't know. What were we trying to accomplish? Um, so that's why you need to start that way and why people do that, I think. But I do think at a certain size, like if we had a team of 50 people that we were trying to organize around you know, becoming the best in the world at online education, mm-hmm. we couldn't just say, okay, so just take the next step and try and then do better next time. Like yeah. we would have to say, okay, here's like a project. And in order to accomplish this project, here's the, like, yeah, so that's, you have to have this ability point. to like hold a, hold a plan loosely. Yeah. Hold it loosely and let don't it, let it go. Yeah. Don't, well, don't you know, let it hold it loosely. So maybe let it go. Oh, like that's what I mean. Like, wasn't there a song though? Don't hold it. Hold me close now, tiny dancer. That's that's, that's not the song. Of, nope. Yeah. Nope. Hold. Yeah. Whatever. Count the headlights on the highway. Um. No, I think. I I do think at a certain. <laughs> Did that distract successfully derail your thought? Yeah. No, I'm I'm back. I'm getting back. Okay. Uh, I do think a plan is a communication tool around which you could, you know, when it's just the two of us trying to do something, I think you're right. It doesn't make a ton of sense for us to spend all this time putting together this elaborate plan for something that yeah. is going to change. Like yeah. just the circumstances are going to change. If we even want to pursue whatever that yeah. plan is around is probably going to change. Um, we're still in that point where our vision for our business is, is changing a good bit. I mean, it's changed quite a bit drastically from the day we started until today. And mm-hmm. I anticipate that it will continue. I feel like we've got got it more solidified now than we ever have, but I still yeah. feel like it's going to have to go through iterations and changes and tweaks before we really feel like, okay, I have a crystal clear picture of what yeah. we're trying to build here. And that brings me to a realization that I had before we started this podcast, but a good, again, that there's a distinction between setting goals and visions when you know how to get there. Like well, we were talking with your friend Macy. Don't say goals and visions because they're not yeah, the same you're right. thing. So goals. Define what you're talking about. Goals. So we were talking with your our our friend Macy. Because we're married now. Because so we're married. She's now our friend. Yes, our friend. And she her goal is uh, she's already a doctor. So what's the next? It's like to a, get. She's going to specialize in specialize, maternal fetal medicine. That's it. Specialize in, in maternal fetal medicine. So that's her. She needs to do a fellowship goal. at a good school. So that's the goal. But that track is relatively laid out. So I think those like long-term goals are great because you know the next steps to take. But for a small business owner creating like, I don't know if you're just getting started, like, okay, this is where I want to be in five years. You have no idea how to do that. You've never started a small business before. You don't, Mm -hmm. and even if you have, you haven't started this small business before. You don't know the steps. I mean, I'm I'm talking in generalities here, but if you haven't done it, you don't know, you can't, and no one else has done it. You don't know the steps. You don't know how to get there. 
And so that's where I feel like it's kind of a waste of time until you go through the process once. And then, okay, now I've learned the process. Now I know where I want to be different, where I want to tweak. And you can actually, like, have discussions with people. Like, we talk about this when we're starting something new. You know, both of us can have pretty strong opinions on what we should do. But at the end of the day, neither of us neither of us have done it before. Yeah, so, so we're like, both wrong. W- so we're both right. Yeah, we, we're both wrong. We're both right. But, I mean, at the end of, like, who's going to win that argument is just whoever argues the argues best, the which, best is me. which is mostly you which is the reason why i'm having this podcast because i'm just so frustrated with that <laughs> i'm just kidding okay um no i do i think you make a really good point that's one of the big differences between um choosing to go out and and do your own thing start your own business or yeah. create your own whatever it is and working for someone else or working I don't know if Macy, I guess she's working for the hospital, but you know, any track that's laid out, like if you're doing your own thing, there is no laid out track for you. If you're working for someone else, you have really clearly defined metrics of like, okay, if you work for this long, then you have, if you do good work, then you have the opportunity to move up to this level. And then if you can accomplish this, you know, hopefully if you're working for someone else, even if you're working for a small business, if you have a good boss, they've pretty clearly laid out a path to, um, success success to uh, the next level to the next level to progression and you get to decide if that if what they define as success aligns with your definition of success for your life and if that's a track Mm -hmm. you want to follow or not um but it's pretty laid out like you don't have to do any of the work of thinking okay what would get me to this level like someone will tell you here's what you need to do you need to graduate undergrad you need to get mm -hmm. into med school you need to do a a residency side note i think that is uh important for any uh any person that is a manager or hires someone, if you, it is your job to outline that task for your employee. That path. And that path. Because if not, if you don't have that path outlined to the next level, the next stage you might want to get at, honestly, they, you, you know, you have the security of having a steady paycheck, but you might as well just jump out and do it on your own because you're figuring it out on your own anyway to that next step. I do think it's the employer's job. And then, again, side note, wheels up. Opinion. I think things. I think things. Yeah, I mean, we are speaking from all our. Let's give parenting advice next because we're just giving opinions. Yeah. We, we listen. <laughs> uh, what was the parenting advice you gave the other day? If your kid, if my kid doesn't want to eat the food that I give it, then it's just not going to eat that night. Yeah. That was what you said. I stand by that. Yeah, but if like your dog doesn't eat the food, you want to buy hundred dollar dog food. That's different. So, so your dog can eat that food. It's different. My dog doesn't understand. I can explain to my child what's going on. You can't. No, I can't help it if they're not smart enough to understand at whatever age they're at. They're they've got to learn. They're Rin. only going to learn one way. <laughs> yeah, it's, they don't eat a meal. They'll learn real fast. They will. I'm just saying. so will dogs. Dog, it's different. It's no, just it's different. Not. Okay. Um, my point is, I don't have a point. The point of this conversation is goals are dumb and we hate them. You shouldn't have any. And if you have any, you're dumb and we hate you. Um, <laughs> Next topic. Abandon your goals. People. Yeah. Uh, I do. I, I know. I think, um, um, sorry, you go first. And then I, I'll gonna, my I do think a lot of this up. does boil down to, you know, first of all, definitions, like what do yep. we, what is a goal versus a vision versus a mission versus values? All these things like being a fun company to work at, not a mission, a vision or a goal. That's a value. Like yeah. you want to be you value having fun. That's great. It's wonderful. Um, 
not, yeah. a, not a goal, not a vision, not a mission. No. Um, but I do think part of it, so I think part of it boils down to definition. Like what do you define as what things? And then part of it does boil down to like, w- where are you at in the phase of your business, the phase of your life, the phase of your, the thing that you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I think a big part of it is just personality. Like you're yeah. someone who the bigger picture isn't that important to you like in a way like you have always wanted to focus more on what's the next task like let me just get to work so i can do it and accomplish it because you are that executor and to me like part of the fun of having a business is sitting around and thinking like what could this be like what could we do yeah like what so what are the possibilities and i enjoy that i and you enjoy doing things i do enjoy doing things but i also enjoy thinking about things and and, and like visioning where I want to be. But I guess my thought is that I can't do that well until I have executed something well. Once I've executed something super well, then I can sit down and create this bigger vision because I know all the pieces. Now I know how everything plays together, yeah, how all I the know, different elements work. But the work. truth is like you'll never work through everything That's, yeah. You'll See, never... I'll get stuck on spinning. Yeah. Right. Um, so again, that's why I need to be pushed. I think I think you're right. I think it comes down to what I was what I think just came to be in this conversation. It comes down to just being brutally honest with yourself. Have I done this before? Do I know do I know this subject well enough to create an accurate plan to achieve this goal? And if the answer is no, you need to just start taking you need to be prepared for it to take a couple years for you to learn everything you don't learn everything overnight or like sometime yeah or sometime depending on what the task is but you need to be prepared to just take the next step take the next step take the next step and then one day you'll wake up and be like oh i think i can actually create a solid plan right and vision is separate from this just like what life is in a lot it's just taking the step in front of you and sometimes you have an idea of where you're heading and sometimes you just have to do the next thing and you have no idea where it's going to take you. Mm-hmm. But the other option is staying where you are. Boo. And I'm like, no. why would you do that? Unless you're just like blissfully happy. That and then you might is, as well just uh, die because you've accomplished it. You did it. <laughs> like you're done. Yeah. Um, what was, I'll, uh, no, never mind. Never mind. Just never mind, Ren. I was going to read something and then it's just too much for the podcast. Okay. Well, keep taking the next steps. Keep taking, that's, that's beautiful. Take the next step. Look up every now and then. Look up and go, huh, mm-hmm. what direction am I going in? Where Do I am like I? this direction? Who's around me? Who else is going in this direction? Yeah. Should we go together? Do I like those people? <laughs> Do I want to be around them? Uh, I think it's important to look up every now and then. And I think some of us need to look up more than others do. Yeah. And some of us need to look down and look at the next steps. Sure. And examine them very carefully. Mm-hmm. And then be really intentional at taking them more than others do. But I do think yeah. you inevitably have to keep doing both you have to keep taking the next steps and you have to keep looking up or else you'll just step off the edge of the earth because it's apparently flat true um, i read that or i saw a youtube video on that rather the internet told the me, internet told me which is, which yep. is truth yeah truth facts so okay. Will, what's going on oh. um in tech these oh days? man that we could do a better transition than that uh so much like much Setting goals is like taking steps. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Okay. I got the transition. Got the transition. You ready? Yeah. Um, Part of what I dislike about this 
vision casting and goal setting is you have these, we'll call them the dreamer, the bad dreamers and schemers, because I don't want to say every, every dreamer and schemer is bad, because that's not true. I, I want to be very clear. But there are some bad ones, and they warp reality to make it something that isn't real where the executors, the doers are like, what? That doesn't even make sense. Like that there's no way this is true. And a good example of this would be WeWork valuing itself at $47 billion. Mm. Okay. So there's a, let me just caveat what you just said. Yes. Because I do feel like there's a difference in someone who sees a world that doesn't exist yet that other people also can't see. And they're like, what are you trying to, but you just, like sometimes you just have to yeah. have faith that you can do it. There's a difference in like a vision, which is like a future goal that you imagine that other mm-hmm. people can't see and saying like today, this is what's real yeah. and it not being true. So like there's a difference in visioning thank and you. presenting like, I w- like them saying we're valued at how much? 47 billion. 47 billion. We're valued at 47 self-valuation. We're yeah. self-valuing so at 47 billion. This is how, you know, the public companies work. They go to banks and stuff and see who will, they say, this is how much we are selling our stock for. Like, are you going to buy it? Um, and based on the number of stock prices, they stocks, they say they have multiplied by the price. That's their valuation. Sure. Um, we, so let's set it up too. We work is a co-working business. They have, you know, re- buildings all over the world and you can buy subscriptions they're like the mcdonald's of co-working they're like the mcdonald's of co-working spaces but nicer um, i mean they're like the and uh, they've also these maybe hardy's i don't know what's it yeah panera, a nice. bread maybe? panera bread we'll call them the panera bread of the fast food world yeah. um the chick-fil-a they're the no no chick-fil-a is too good for them. anyways we're spending too long trying to create this analogy They've also rebranded themselves as the We Company, capital W-E. I don't, I don't get it. Um, but they are valuing themselves, the We Company, at $47 billion. And the only thing the We Company has is We Work, right? Or are there other things? Well, I think they, I mean, it's a complicated mess of uh, just like a structure okay. that's under their umbrella. Um, but I, they have, let me pull up their losses real quick. Um, they lost, I think last year, $1.47 billion, but they they lost not like, you know, that was their expenses. It's like revenue minus expenses. They, they lost, lost right. $1.47 billion. And I just don't understand how you can value yourself so high when you're just well, totally in the red. You can do anything you want. Right? Well, you, you can for sure. But the, the article that was in the wall street journal today was saying they're actually going to slash their price almost in half to down to 20 billion dollars and i just think that's that's more than half oh that is more than half yeah yeah in the low 20s they said some you know and i think that's just a wonderful example of like people who i don't know overthink their worth and 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 let me let me set my flag in the sand here what i am saying is i don't think they're worth anywhere close to 47 billion dollars today September 6th, 2019. I do not think maybe right. they will one day in the future. I don't have high hopes that they will. I, it's sort of the same thing as Uber. I mean, they just, they're just not making money and their bet to make money is on some theoretical future of the world that 
I'm not so sure is going to exist in the time frame they need it to exist to be profitable. I feel like it's really different than Uber. Um, well, in terms of just their mentality about like becoming profitable. Sure. Okay. Um, so that's, that's just yeah, how no, I, I feel. Agree. I think saying like we're valued at 47 million because we envision a billion. world billion. Yeah. 47 million because we envision a world in which we are valuable. Like we are that valuable. Exactly. Um, and sure they have, one day. they have that's data. Great. I mean, you have to file prospectuses and, and it's all public knowledge. They have a bunch right. of data to back up. Like this is why things are going to change. To back change. up the 47 billion that they're now slashing. That they're now slashing in. Exactly. So it wasn't that good of data exactly. to begin <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's always, it's just, that whole that whole world is really crazy to me because it is just people saying, I think we're worth this much. In my mind, we're worth and, this much. And, and I, yeah, I want to convince people not to, if you're going to jump in the startup world, don't don't think you have to go get funding. That's not, I, I wouldn't say that's, it's been glamorized going out and like, oh, let's get venture capital and make a bunch of money and then be the next Uber of Airbnb. And no, I just don't think it works like that. Those are very special, unique companies. Most people in that arena burn out, hate their lives and fail. And I just think small business is a lot more of a scalable, more practical and honestly more fun. Yeah, because but I mean, we're get... not here to tell people what to do. No, I am. I'm oh, going to tell okay, people sorry. what to do. Will's no, gonna no you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I don't know. These are just my feelings about me. Well, I think no matter what um, what path you go down, venture funding, just, you know, side hustle, bootstrapping, whatever you do. Yeah. Um, I do think there's like a word of caution around when you start talking about your value and in a way that small businesses do that is we set our prices. Like we yeah. tell people, here's how much it costs to have whatever service or product I provide. Um, you have to be realistic about like, great. You have a vision for how valuable you could be in the future in this world that you've created in your head and would like to become yeah. reality and you're going to move towards, but yeah. it's not real but can yet. Can you execute that? That's the big question. Right. Can and you, you don't know. And you don't know what's going to change no. between now and then to see if you'll get there. Like, Hopefully you get to some version of that and that's, or something. But like as it sits today, we have to base our value as small businesses. Again, that's our prices based on like what's actually. And that's it. You know, to me, this comes back to the question. We argue about this a lot. Some of the services we provide, we feel like they have a specific value, but we also have to factor in what can our clients actually afford? Like, yes, yes. ideally it would be valued at this much. And I do think it's worth it to them because in a year from now they'll have X thing that will be so valuable to them but where they're at today is that our clients are small businesses and yeah. they don't have a marketing budget of whatever it $10, is ten thousand dollars a month right like yeah. we have to balance what we think what we do is valued at you know yeah with what's realistic with the uh, reality honestly, of today i'm worth a million dollars an hour i know that i know uh, that thank to be you fact. thank you and I'm, I'm going to bill you for this podcast. <laughs> okay, just send it to Otis. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But that's true. I mean, you can say you are valued at like a lot of, uh, so many, a bunch of small business owners listen to this podcast, right? We're probably a lot of small business owners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're probably valued at like 150 200 $250 an hour. I mean, you probably do provide that value, but are people going to pay it? Right. And I'm not saying you should... This is not me saying you should undervalue yourself no. because I'm a huge exactly. proponent of knowing what you're worth and charging that and not giving yeah. discounts unless it's someone that you are just excited to work with, really. Um, but I do just think that we have to 
there has to be a match and it has to be also based on reality. Like I can say I'm val- like, we can say for our web development services, yeah. we charge $800 an hour, but we have to look around and go, who else is charging $800 an hour? Yeah. Like, you know, for, yeah. for that type of service, it's different if we're providing consultation or on creating an online program, because there aren't that many people that do that. And it's very, it's different. Um, and we still don't charge eight hundred dollars no, an hour don't. just to, yeah, just set the, set just the record straight. <laughs> set the record straight. Um, but yeah, you do have to like you can't when it comes to money, you can't just say things. No, like you can't just say things. You really can't. You have to think about them a little more and and yeah. back them up somehow. And if you back them up with data that turns out to be wrong by by twice, like I don't trust you. Especially in the billions dollar range. Right. Right, like your data yeah, said you were worth forty-seven billion, and now you're only worth twenty billion. I don't. You th- did a bad job with your data. You're like bad a at really, math. Really bad you're job. Bad at and your job. The other thing, I'm just, I just love hating on WeWork right now because I, we also because. don't really love WeWork as a company. No, we should say that we're a yeah. bit biased, not for we any reason biased. other than I just feel like they're a bit corporate. Like I feel like they try to be this like organic, artisanal, like ah uh, yeah, you look know, at us. Hey, we're right? Hip like and we're millennial. so hip and millennial. It's we're yeah. all about creativity and freedom and blah blah. But I'm like, eh, you're not really though. Like no. you're pretty structured. You're it's you're pretty in a box when you again. Rin's opinion, Will's thoughts. I mean, there's no science yeah. behind this, but this is just how we feel. And I do think WeWork provides a great value, and they pioneered the co-working industry. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, you know, a lot to yeah, be said for they definitely they brought it to the forefront of the world. Um, but some other fun reasons to hate them. Good, is, thank you. Uh, the CEO and founder hates dogs. Newman, New, Newman, Newman, something. Um, he. His, he had another company that sold WeWork, the brand We. We? Like recently. Like they've been called WeWork for a while. Newman's company created the brand Just We and okay. sold so it to like WeWork. Branding, I he guess has so. a branding agency. He basically sold his own company a logo of We for $6 million. Oh. And he got his investor-backed company to pay him $6 million for the company that he is the CEO of and probably sold and for probably sold yeah which means he's that's just so that's just low class yeah i so i'm going to devil's play, advocate play the devil's advocate cuz um, i know there's there's like a i will say side. like my initial gut reaction is like ew but i will also say like why do you get into Wanting to start your own business and wanting to do... I don't know. Did he start WeWork? I think so. I think he's yeah, the founder. that's what yeah. I thought. So, like, why do you start your own thing if not to, like, play by your own rules, you know? Absolutely. If not to be able to say... But Here's, WeWork is public now. No, they're, they're, they're not, not public, but that's my point. It's like, now they're, 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 now they're looking for the public to, hey, buy, pro- like, shares in our company. And people... And rightfully so people are like you just pay yourself for garbage i mean like right you like that's that's where it comes back to bite you in the butt if you want to start your own thing start your own thing but realize once you take on investors and or go public like it's no longer your own thing you don't own it anymore and you don't have the right to just do whatever you want i think if you own it and people have the right not to buy your shares because they don't trust you Right. I guess that's my point is like, I don't, I wouldn't buy, I don't trust him as a CEO. Right. If it was just, if he had funded this whole thing out of his 
pocket and out of bootstrapping it and hadn't gone after investors and then wanted to have another company that sold we were you know whatever all that i'd be like okay go for it like cool you want to just shuffle your money like awesome good for you um that's fine but if yeah. you have investor money involved, well, that's not your company anymore, is it? It's and I will say, partly yours and partly the investors. They they brought on a new board member like within the last week. Uh, Who's going to lay down the hammer? And the board member, it's the first woman board member actually. She's a Harvard law prof- or a Harvard Wait, business the professor, first female board member for for WeWork. We. Yeah, I think they have got like fifty two executives and three are women. See, this is what I'm saying about WeWork. They're all like, oh, we're cool. And- yeah. And progressive n- and millennial and like not no, to you're say, not. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's only part of what it is. Three women out of fifty-seven accident. Like, yeah, that's something you rectify early, early. Like, you don't get to see. Now I'm just mad. You don't yeah. get to be this this size <laughs> of a company, and then suddenly yeah. wake up and go, "Oh my, we only have three women out of our whole like sixty-person executive team." Yeah, like, you, well, I, you definitely don't get to say, "I value diversity." No. And then that's like what you have. No. Um, and it, I don't know. So that's we work that's, women. That's a whole separate conversation. No, I don't the think we it's, company I don't hates think it's nearly women. that. I don't think it's nearly that intentional. I don't at either. All. But that's what I'm, I think a lack of intention but, is just as sure. dangerous. Sure. And I, I feel like they deserve to be called on it. Absolutely. Huh. But my point is they, take they back brought anything on anything good I said about yeah, them. There we go. They brought on this woman board member, and she made him repay the company the $6 million. Good for her. Yeah. That's right. And I don't know if she made him, but those things happen simultaneously, so I would imagine. Slap, slap. You know. And he's actually back in Tokyo right now talking to his investors to see if they'll front some more money or... I don't know. It's it's that whole investor. So that he can buy another logo, maybe. So he buy another logo. We need ten billion dollars. We need to re- rebrand ourselves. Yeah. We need a new color scheme. We're thinking we with two e's. <laughs> like the we, wee little company. The wee little company. Yeah. Um, that's fun. That, that was a fun the topic. Wee company. Uh, what else? What else do you have on your mind? Anything else? Oh, is or that? Do you we? have any more tech updates for me? Anything? Oh, Apple's event think. is coming up soon. We already talked about that in our last Oh, one. I wasn't hoping to say that because we were going to release this after Apple's event. And now we've time-stamped it. Oh. I guess we haven't left for Spain. That's going to be a timestamp anyway. We'll probably release this when we're in Spain. Just so everyone knows, these aren't released the same day we record them. No, I don't have that kind of bandwidth. Uh-uh. Um, let's see. No, I mean... Yeah, Any anything else you've been reading in the news recently that's like interesting? in the news... Uh, well, I don't. Nope. I feel really like we should probably wrap this up the here. News. So, if you want me to just go down a rabbit no, hole. No, 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 no. I don't think we need to go down a rabbit Unless we have something I urgent did see and that important. The business roundtable. Oh, yeah. I, think, I thought that was interesting. Can you look it up and see what they changed? Yeah. The Explain. The business roundtable is, to the best of my knowledge, a group of really important CEOs and executives of the world's biggest companies. Um, I'm not sure how many people are actually on the roundtable. I know that. I think it's like 150 or so. Of yeah, like Tim Cook from Apple's on there. Like Tim it's Cook. it's the head of big companies. Yeah. Um, and it seems like just a fabulous club to be a part of to me. Not because like yeah, I want to be a cool. CEO of a big company, <laughs> but just like can you imagine the get-togethers? They're like, guys, we need to have a meeting. Let's meet on like so-and-so's yacht or in so-and-such's villa. It's or pronounced like, yacht. Yacht. Uh, and we'll drink scotched. Um, scotched. On the yacht. 
Yeah, I just feel like it'd be a fabulous group of people to be like rubbing elbows with. Wouldn't it be? Yeah. Uh, but they also, I'm not really honestly sure what their role is in the world other than to I think like, it's just like, you know, create dialogue. Yeah, and also like lobby. once you get to a certain point, you just want to um, be with other people who are as rich and yeah. powerful as you are, I guess. Um, but they decided that they were going, so I guess they do have some power. They redefined the purpose of a corporation. Which I will say it doesn't mean anything. Like yeah, sure means, they've redefined it, but like okay. Right, so again, what? that's what I mean. I'm not sure what kind of power <laughs> like did they does that mean they're gonna change it in Webster's dictionary? No, I don't know. I think it, so tell them what the purpose of a company was before and now what it is now. I don't know what it was before. To make money. I, I think yeah, it the gen, the general line. idea is like the purpose of a company before is like bottom line to make money. Right. Um produce return for your shareholders and the new statement that they've which sort is of what come we, out with which is what we learned in business school which the is what purpose we of business, business school. is to create value for and a huge reason why we didn't want to go into business why we wanted to do our own thing is we were like that sounds dumb why right and then you get into like the triple bottom line and then you get into it gets you know, stupidly com- like not com- over n- unnecessarily complicated after that because i feel like the truth is like Start a business because you like doing it. You like your clients. You like the work you do. I don't think it like or make you like make the money. Life that you're creating for yourself. Make money. You sure. like the life that you that a business can allow you to live. Yeah, which is the other reason. So people, some people start businesses. So they change the purpose of a company yeah, to I, I don't I can't find it. Um, but it's basically in- to to um for the value of all the stakeholders. So not just the shareholders, shareholders are part of the stakeholders, but like the employees, your customers, your partners, your vendors, right. like ev- everyone under the community umbrella, you, your community that, that you're you in, like in, yeah. that is the purpose of a company to support all Look those it up. I sent it in an email. Oh, you did. That's right. Will at run my business better. Oh, what? great. Now everyone's <laughs> going to be emailing me. All of our fans. Yeah. All of I our didn't fans. say dot org. Will at run my business better. Dot org. <laughs> Got him. Uh, yeah glad you didn't say dot com yeah uh it's called like possible newsletter topic or something i thought the definition was was i didn't really have an opinion about if it was good or bad honestly i just thought it was interesting that this group of you know important people came together and decided our time is best served redefining a corporation yeah (laughs) redefining the purpose of a corporation for the masses and i just you know you wonder like, what was that like? Were they sitting there? Was there a whiteboard? Was there yeah. a flip chart? What, what could this be? Like, was was Tim up there, like, taking notes? Yeah. And who else is on this thing? I don't know. A lot of important people. Yeah. Uh, all the other important people. Like, someone's shouting out ideas and, you know, I don't know. I would ju- I just like to imagine what this brainstorming session looked like and who was super opinionated about the wording and... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, honestly, I bet people weren't nearly uh, these CEOs weren't nearly as involved as you think they are. They probably drafted a statement and were like, well, no, you just I don't sign like this? to think of it that way. I like to oh, imagine okay. them on and a then, yacht drinking scotch. Yeah. And then afterwards they all like went out together and had a martini and yes. Um, this is how we will fool the masses talked about buying our products. Talked about their front runners for bachelor in paradise couples. And yeah, well that's, Hey, CEOs are real people too, Ren. So I can't find it. I will put it in the show notes. Wink. I'm not gonna put it in the show notes. I know. Um, Um, Yeah. And we'll just we'll just leave that at there. That. But I'm glad to see the world is progressing in that 
direction where sure listen don't don't mishear me we need to make money we have to make money as otis but that's not the primary goal Money it's like should, one of a couple primary it should goals. Be, like, well, it's not, see, we had... Well, which is interesting because the word primary... I know. I was about to say, we, did, we talked about this on a yeah. podcast. Well, priority is Priority the is the word we talked about. Priority. Yeah. But I do think... I don't think it should be the primary goal. I think it. if you are doing the other things well, it will become a natural outcome of the, like, serving your customers, serving your employees. It will be a natural outcome of that. So you're fine that. if we don't make any more money. No, that's not what I said. If we're not okay, making signing money, signing off for nope, No, 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 no. If we're not making money, we're not serving our customers well. Right. No, you're right. I do think it's a. It's interesting that the, I don't know that what they've come up with is exactly right or exactly it. And I also, to me, there's an there's an element of like, okay, great, good job, guys. Like yeah. round of applause. Um, <laughs> you don't just care about money anymore. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. You yeah. guys are good people now. And the, yeah. Um. But but I, to your point, like I do think it's. Yeah, it's, and it's how a hypocritical step, it's a step of them in the right direction, right? Like to do this on their yacht, yeah, drinking scotched, yeah, that's so yacht-ed, hypocritical. Scotched. I don't like these guys anymore, right? And well, they're all but, guys, but they're all guys. They probably all they probably are all guys. They probably are. Yeah. Um, someone someone research that and tell us if there's any women on the business roundtable. Yeah. Um, but I do think ultimately it's you've said this there's that quote that your dad told you that you like about like people you can't judge people who make mistakes because they're the ones making progress oh yeah i forget exactly that's something like it yeah yeah like there's an element of like okay guys like the people that are out there like pushing the world forward push it forward yeah Yeah. that's something you believe in put it out there and like i don't know if people don't like it yeah I'm trying not to curse on this podcast to save Will editing hours, but... Oh, I'm not going to go back and change any of it. It just... It is what it is now. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Mothers. Sorry, um, really, Lisa. I feel worse for... Sorry, Lisa. Yeah. I think my mom's okay with it. Um, well, this has been a good discussion. Yeah. Thank I you for joining it. me today. Uh, can't wait till Ren. next time. I hope yeah, you take care of it. See yeah. you in Spain, I guess. See you in Spain. Yeah. Absolutely. Signing off.